Man, we have some excited people here on a Wednesday night. Um, hey, if we haven't met before, my name is Taylor. I know the Anderson Room pretty good, but hey, if you're at one of our locations, we want to say a massive welcome. We're so excited that you're here. Maybe you're watching online. We're so glad that you are. It is so much better that you are with me, but you are here. Um, but hey, I am pumped about tonight. We get to continue, like you saw, our series Ghost Stories, where we get to talk about the Holy Spirit. And tonight we get to speak about the Holy Spirit being our friend. But before we do anything else, I just want to take a moment and I just want to, I just want to bask in this moment, the fact that we get to be here on a Wednesday night. This is significant. This is special. Fuse I just want to encourage you, what we get to be a part of, it is not normal. It is so special. I sound a little funny because I'm from Australia. My husband and I moved here three years ago, and I remember watching Fuse Online. I remember watching the move of God that was taking place in South Carolina. And sometimes when I think you're close to it, it's hard to see it. But I just want to encourage all of us, what we're part of, whether you're here in Anderson, whether you're in Hilton Head, Rock Hill, it is a move of God and Fuse's best days are still ahead of us. So I'm excited. We have got incredible Fuse pastors, Caleb and Kristen, phenomenal. We are blessed with the best. And that rhymed and I'm a rapper. But hey... So like I said, I'm from Australia. I am married to my high school sweetheart. His name is Josh. He's amazing. We've been married for six years. And we just had, in my opinion, the cutest kid to ever walk the planet. He doesn't walk, so maybe like the cutest kid to maybe roll the planet, crawl the planet. I don't know. But I have a photo of him. His name is Elijah. And he, yes, yes. I had to show you a photo, otherwise you wouldn't believe me. He really is the cutest. This is him dressed up as like a shark. We do bath time at night and then we take him out and we sing baby shark and he loves it. He loves it. But that's a little bit about me, about my family. Um, and I get to be part of the Anderson campus here. But we're gonna jump right into it. Does that sound good? We don't have time to waste and I feel like God has something specific he wants to say to every single one of you and the Holy Spirit has a friendship he wants to accelerate tonight. So are you ready? Are you, can you buckle up? I, okay, I need you to be loud tonight, all right? I need, whether you're here on a campus, I need to know that you're with me. Sound good? Okay, okay, all right. We are gonna read from John 14, verse 25 to 26. And it says, we're going to have it on the screen and it's going to be amazing. Thank you so much. Okay, these things I have spoken to you while I'm still with you. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. So he's standing around and he's talking to them. He's saying, but the, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all these things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. So here Jesus is, he's about to go back to heaven He's just resurrected. Everybody is like, oh my gosh, what is going on? And he says, I'm about to leave, but it is going to be better that I leave because the Father, he is going to send a helper. He is going to send a friend. And then Jesus goes on to say, he, he makes it clear. So obviously we know this is important. He says in John 16, verse 7 to 9. So let me say it again. You know, it's got to be important when Jesus is saying, hey, let me say it again. He says, 
this truth, it's better for you that I leave. If I don't leave, the friend won't come. But if I go, I'll send him to you. So this is Jesus in the flesh. The disciples have got to see him work miracles, wonders. They've got to experience a friendship with him, these 12 men. But Jesus is saying, I have got something better. Isn't that crazy? If Jesus were to walk out right now in the flesh, do you think that would be like pretty incredible? I don't know about you. I feel like that, that would be mind-blowing. But Jesus is saying, I've got something better than me being here on earth until the rest of time. I have got a helper that the Father will send. His name is the Holy Spirit. He is the Spirit of God that will dwell amongst you, that will be your friend. And that's what we're going to talk about tonight, the Holy Spirit being your friend. And not only does the Holy Spirit want to be your friend, I believe tonight He wants to be your best friend. He wants to make it clear what a true friendship looks like. He wants to break the mold of what friendship could be. And he wants to set the bar of sweet, sweet relationship for you to have fun with him. So will you pray with me? Jesus, we love you. Thank you for sending the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this room. Everybody watching online, I pray, Holy Spirit, you would invade that space. We welcome you right now to every single campus. Holy Spirit, I pray every single word out of my mouth would not be my own, but it would be inspired. It would be yours. We love you. Amen. Amen. So you think about friendship, right? And you think about best friends and you think, okay, what are some of the qualities that you love in a best friend? Everybody, you know, either has a best friend, wants a best friend. Maybe tonight you're thinking, I don't have any friends. That's okay because we're about to meet the best friend that could ever be. But hey, the best friends, there's something about them. They're different than acquaintances. You know, those people that you're a little bit polite to, you know, you don't want to be an inconvenience, you walk into their house, you don't really want to open up their fridge, and then you've got your best friends. You know what I'm talking about? You have got those friends where you walk into their house, you open their fridge, you take a water, you take whatever you want, you take your shoes off, you are comfortable. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody got some good friends in their life? Yes, when I think about that, I think about some of my friends, Austin and Natalia Duffy. They're actually the Fuse Pastors here. So if you love them, make some noise. They're incredible. These are the type of friends that you can sit on a living room rug at midnight and decide, let's book tickets to Chicago. These are the type of friends that you can decide at 11 p.m. that you want to go to the fanciest Italian restaurant in Chicago and eat dinner at 1 a.m. These are the type of friends that when you're away and you make a mistake and you realize your grocery delivery is arriving and you're three hours away, you call them because they've got a key to your house and you know it's not going to be an inconvenience and you say, yeah, you can eat some of it, but can you come to my house and can you put the groceries away? There's something about a best friend, which I just love. And I feel like it's got me thinking as we've been talking about the Holy Spirit being our best friend. It's made me think, What do I see? What do I get to experience in my own friendship with the Holy Spirit? And so much of it looks like some of my friendships on earth. People that aren't going to leave me, people that are there for me, people that you're comfortable with, people that you can have fun with, can have a blast with. Sometimes you got to have a laugh, right? You know, it doesn't always have to be serious. But then I got thinking, there's someone so much better. There's someone so much better. And his name is the Holy Spirit, and he's ready to be your friend. And I am mind blown that we all get to have him. So tonight we're going to look at some characteristics of what it looks like to have the Holy Spirit 
as our friend. Because it's nice to say, right, yeah, the Holy Spirit's my best friend. I love him. But what does it mean? How do we be in relationship with him? That's what we're going to explore. So one of the things that the Bible tells us about the Holy Spirit is that he helps guide us. The Holy Spirit helps us make a decision. The Bible describes the friendly ghost, the Holy Spirit, as God dwelling inside of us, as our best friend that we can have relationship with, that we can learn to hear His voice, that He can ultimately guide us. Is anybody here pretty bad at directions? All right, maybe I am the only one. Me and three other people are bad at directions. I don't know about your campus, but I'm alone. I am terrible at directions, and you better believe every time I get in the car, no matter where I'm going, I'm hitting my GPS, right? I'm letting, I'm letting Siri tell me exactly where to go. Take a right, take a left, go straight. Sometimes, you know, she has trouble with me and has to reroute my whole situation. But truly, when I think of the Holy Spirit as my guide, I think of God Himself interested in my decisions, God Himself with my best interest at heart, God Himself dwelling inside me, pointing me to Jesus, encouraging me. It tells us that the Holy Spirit reminds us, convicts us of our righteousness. He tells us how, how good we are, not because of anything we have done, but because of everything that Jesus is. I don't know about you, that sounds like a pretty good friend, right? Does that excite you that you have a guide, that you have the Holy Spirit speaking to you? And I know some of you might be thinking, that's great, but what does His voice sound like? How do I know His friendship? If He really wants to guide me and He really wants to help me make decisions, what does it look like? His voice sounds a lot like the Bible. In fact, it will always line up to the Bible. Everything that is spirit-breathed in Scripture, you can find the Holy Spirit agreeing with, affirming to, and highlighting to you. And He cares. He cares about it. You can trust Him with peace. He's the Prince of Peace. You can trust Him to speak to you, maybe a moment of clarity. You can ask a few questions. Is it sinful? No. Does it line up with the Bible? Yes. Okay, that might be the voice of the Holy Spirit. But He cares he cares about where you're going to go to college. He cares about who you're going to date. I remember 17-year-old Taylor wondering, who, do I date Josh? Do I date this tall guy with frizzy hair who is stalking me on Facebook? Do I date him? And the Holy Spirit cares. He cares about what you have to ask him. But he also cares, he cares about what your future looks like. He cares about you knowing your identity. He cares about all of that. Something else that the Holy Spirit does is He helps us when we're weak. My best friend, the Holy Spirit, He is better when I am weak. I know that is crazy to say, but it tells us in the Bible that His power is made perfect in our weakness. So we can come to God, we can come to the Holy Spirit just like a good friend, just like the Duffies when I'm weak and I need to call someone and say, hey, put these groceries in my fridge. Hey, can you do this for me? Hey, can you do that for me? The Holy Spirit is there when you feel like you're on your last leg. The Holy Spirit is there for you when you feel like nobody else is there for you. The wild thing is friendship with God looks like friendship with someone that knows everything about you, every exciting thing, every incredible thing, when you have your good hair day, to every horrible thing. 
everything you wish he never did, everything you wish he never said, and he is still your best friend. He chooses you first every time, and he wants to be in relationship with you. The crazy thing is the Holy Spirit helps us do the impossible. It's his friendship that enables us to be able to do what we couldn't do by ourselves. I think about loads of different things in my life that I literally come to the end of myself and I think, God, I can't do it. God, I can't stand at Fuse right now and share about you being my friend. But I can because the Holy Spirit, His power is made perfect in my weakness. And I know there's some people here tonight in this room at another campus, you have got something and you feel so weak. Can I just say you are in the best position that you can be because the Holy Spirit is your best friend and He is saying, I'm gonna be powerful. I'm gonna move on your behalf. It says that the Holy Spirit intercedes before, like for us. He is our advocate. It means He stands and He intercedes with God on your behalf. There is nobody else I would rather have as my best friend than the Holy Spirit. And I know right now He has told me that He wants to be your best friend too. The next thing that I think about when I think about the Holy Spirit is the fact that He helps us when life gets tough. The Holy Spirit, just like a good friend, is there when things are great and incredible. And you love a friend that's around when it's a good time, right? You love a friend that's around when you've got money and you can go to Chick-fil-A together. But the thing that we need in our friendships is friends that aren't just around in the good times, but are in times when things get tough. And we don't have to be scared about it or think, oh, well, it's never going to happen to me. Jesus says that it's not going to be easy, but to take heart because he is with us. But the crazy thing is, the Holy Spirit is closer than my breath right now. The Holy Spirit is close to me as I go through some of the toughest things I have ever been through. And he wants to be there for you as well. He wants to be your friend. He wants to laugh with you. He wants to have inside jokes with you. Isn't it crazy that God could have an inside joke with you. It's crazy, it's true, it's true. He wants to be your friend. But it's also true that the God of the universe will meet you on the floor when you feel like everybody else has left you, when there's nobody to call, and when it's 4 a.m. And I felt, as I was preparing for this message, God, I feel like I've experienced your friendship. Holy Spirit, I feel like I know you. But what, what do I share about you specifically? What do you want me to say to your people? Because that's what it's like being in a relationship with the Holy Spirit. You can have conversation. It might not always sound like a booming voice, but it might sound like peace or Him leading you somewhere or, or a scripture. But I felt impressed on my heart. Tell them about 4 a.m. I thought, God, I don't want to tell them about 4 a.m. because I'll cry and I'm crying now. <laughs> and we haven't even started. But I felt like him tell me, tell them about our friendship because it's the most special thing we have. And so I'm going to tell you about the past few months in my life and how I've experienced the comfort that when I said, when things get tough, the Holy Spirit is here. He is your friend that I have experienced. So I got to introduce you to my little baby shark, Elijah. He is amazing. And I had him, we gave, had him, I gave birth, we don't need to go to those details, but I had him six months ago, amen, 
and it's been amazing. But right before we had him, he was born in May is when coronavirus happened. It's when the world shut down. It's when the borders closed. It's when everybody kind of freaked out. It's why we're wearing masks tonight. You don't need me to tell you about coronavirus. You lived coronavirus. But it was a time where I was so overjoyed about having our first child because it meant that my family were going to come to America. They were going to spend some time here. And then I was going to go back with him. I took this long maternity leave to go spend time. And I started off hopeful and I started thinking, all right, like, you know, we're one month in, surely this will blow over. You know, I'm feeling good. I've got my friends around me, you know, friends like family. It's going to be fine. You know, it's okay that my mom's not going to be here. She'll be here soon. And then a month passed and I thought, it's okay. You know, we've still got time. And then another month passed and another month passed and I felt myself getting lonelier and lonelier as my parents' flights got cancelled, as I couldn't find a flight to go back to Australia. And I found myself saying, God, Holy Spirit, I believe you told me to be here. The reason we moved three years ago is because I believe you told Josh and I that we needed to be part of what you were doing right here, right now. But why do I feel so lonely? And I found myself as the months kept going that Eli was getting up in the middle of the night as he does, screaming, crying. And I found myself just in the pitch of night. And it's when I felt the loneliest. And I felt so clearly one night as I was rocking Eli to sleep and I was thinking, man, I wish I could see my family. Man, I wish my mom could be here. Man, I wish that I could go back to Australia. Man, I can't believe he's nearly six months old and nobody of my family has met him. And I've never experienced loneliness like this before. And I felt like at 4 a.m. he said, in this moment, I will be your best friend if you let me. In this moment, if you choose to give me 4 a.m., I will comfort you, I will guide you, I will provide for you, I will encourage you, I will point you to Jesus, I will lighten your spirit. And so that's exactly what I did. 4 a.m. every time Eli got up, I found myself on the floor begging for a friendship with God. It was a moment where it didn't matter who my friends were, it did matter, but at that moment it felt like it didn't matter. It didn't matter if I had Snapchat, it didn't matter how many Instagram followers I had. All that mattered was that the God of the universe said, it is better that I go so that you can have the Holy Spirit because he knew that there was a day and an age where we would be so connected, but maybe more lonely than ever. He knew 2020 was coming where we would need a comforter, a helper, a guide. He knew that friendship with Him would be the only thing that would matter. So I found myself on my knees encountering the God of the universe, encountering a friendship with Him, and it wasn't weird. I think sometimes we think of the Holy Spirit and we're like, oh, this weird kind of mystical force. The Holy Spirit is, He is a person. He loves you. He is for you. And just like he met me at 4 a.m. and I got to experience everything that we got to talk about tonight, I believe that he wants to meet you. 
He wants to meet you tonight. You're not here by accident. You're not here because it's a good idea. You're not here because a friend told you that they were taking you to a party. Maybe there was free food. I don't know. You were here because the God of the universe wanted you to be here. And maybe you've got an incredible friendship with the Holy Spirit. Let me promise you, I got to start my real friendship with Him around 13. It has only got better. So there is more for you. There is more for you. Don't be satisfied. But maybe, just maybe, you know God the Father. You know what the Bible says, but you haven't experienced the friendship of God for yourself. So how do you make a friend, right? How do you make a friend? Friendship takes time. And the good thing is we've got some time tonight. Friendship takes time. Just like the Duffies have become some of our best friends. It didn't happen overnight. It happened every time we went and got ice cream at, you know, 10 p.m. It happened when we booked spontaneous trips. It happened when we cried together. It happened when we laughed together. And that's just like the Holy Spirit tonight. We're going to make room for Him and invite Him to be with us. He's already with us, but we're going to audibly say, Holy Spirit, I'm ready. Do what only you can do. So every campus, we're going to take time. We're going to spend the next few moments. A pastor at your campus is going to come out, and we're going to walk through what it looks like, the friendship. But something I want to ask before we do that is, He's here, but are we aware of Him? He's here, but are we aware of Him? The next thing I want to ask is, maybe you don't have a 4 a.m. moment. Maybe life feels pretty good, but maybe you've got a decision to make. Maybe you've never actually seen the Holy Spirit as your guide. Tonight, as we take some space, ask Him the question. As silly as it may be, as extreme as it may be, ask Him the question. Maybe tonight you need to give him your weakness and say, God, I can't do it anymore. I'm at the end of my rope. Right now I believe there's somebody and they believe that they're at the end of their rope. And tonight the Holy Spirit is gonna show you a sweet friendship and remind you that you were never alone. Maybe it's that. Or maybe like me, it's 4 a.m. and you feel lonely. And I feel like loneliness is so real. You can put on a mask but God knows and He is here with you. So we're gonna take some time and we're gonna invite every campus nephew's pastor or pastor to come out. Here in Anderson, we're gonna have the band come out and we're just gonna make some space. We're gonna do what only we can do, which is make time and we're gonna allow the Holy Spirit to do what only He can do, be our best friend. So will you stand with me? If you feel comfortable, will you just reach out your hands? Holy Spirit, you are here and we are aware of you. Thank you for your friendship. Thank you that it is so incredible. Thank you for the high and the joy and the laughter, but thank you that you meet us in our pain as well. Thank you that friendship is not one-sided, God, but it is just so beautiful, like a diamond with so many different edges. That is our friendship with you, that there is more to see, 
more to learn, more to experience with you. So right now, Holy Spirit, we ask you to move. We're gonna make space. If you're in this room tonight, I just want to encourage you. You might feel the Holy Spirit, just like we spoke about last week, the ghost gets us. You might feel a bit emotional. You might wanna laugh. You also might not feel anything and that's okay. It doesn't mean that He's not here and it doesn't mean that He's not pursuing you. He's with you in every moment, tomorrow morning, next week. But right now, what we're gonna do is we're gonna make space for Him. So cry out to Him. And one of the best things I've ever heard is if we want God to be our friend, sometimes we just have to speak to Him like a friend. Sometimes we need to think past the guy in the sky or him being our master, all of which aren't bad, but just say, God, right now, Holy Spirit, you're my friend and I need to speak to you like a friend. So we're gonna take some time. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you that you're in this place. Amen.